windshield is finally repaired. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what's funny is literally 10 minutes before the guy showed up is when the rain stopped, right? And okay. he was worried about doing it right there. And I said, well, it's not going to rain again until you're done. And he's like, yeah, I just, I'm worried about it. So I was like, okay. So I went across the street there, found where their camera is. I don't know why Martha couldn't find it. And I saw it like instantly. And uh, he goes and he repairs it. And he's like, you were right. It doesn't, it didn't rain at all. I said, yeah, but you just said that. And as soon as he said that, we got a little flash of rain that just went by us. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I like I, the universe only likes to push me so far. So, but uh, yeah, but it's done. It looks good. You can't even tell, except that my wallet's a little lighter. <laughs> so, and uh, I was talking to the guy. Turns out he used to live in, uh, he used to live in uh, Elk Grove. Oh, that's weird. So, yeah, I told him I was like from California, and he, you know, he goes, "Yeah, me too." He goes, uh, "Little city, it's a place called Elk Grove. It's outside, yeah, outside of Sacramento. I lived in Vineyard." And he goes, "Oh, my grandpa lived in Vineyard." He goes, I lived in Elk Grove. I was like, so. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, I, mean, I was like, I was like, like, you live in Elk Grove, and and uh, I said, "That's this is her car," and he's like, "Oh," and he just started laughing, and he's like, "Why'd you leave?" And I said, "Why did you leave?" And he goes, "Probably the same reason you left." I said, "We'll leave it at that." <laughs> but he got it done. Um, the good news is it's done. The bad news is it's going to drive you crazy because there's like three pieces of glass in the metal frame inside so every time you open it or jiggle or hit a bump or something you're gonna hear a little great so you'll be playing your music for sure and there's a couple of pieces of glass that still need to be vacuumed up and inside of the frame but i figured you want you wanted a good excuse to detail it anyways it was kind of dirty i was like oh this is your level of wanting to clean it yeah it's just because i haven't been the one using it recently i haven't yeah. been going anywhere so all the mess is not mine well yeah but it's done, and so as of right now, we're like 80% back to pre-storm. The only thing we have left to do is Anna's bathroom. Yep. And so she can take an actual shower. So I don't know if you've noticed her walking around the house stinking up the place, but my gosh, I'm going to hit her with a garden hose. <laughs> so, and <laughs> just kidding. They're actually right here with us right now. Girls, everybody say hi really loud. Hi. So we are sitting in front of them while we're recording, making sure that they do their math homework. That we've assigned for them. So it's all good. And with that said, welcome to the stupid podcast on everything where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time by two people who are still not feeling so great. (laughs) (laughs) But you're in that week after part of it, right? Yeah, I'm I'm at that point now where if I'm staying on top of taking some Dayquil or just some some cold medicine, Mm -hmm. I don't really feel sick until I like overexert myself. But when I'm off of the medicine, I start to just, I just, it's just coughing. It's irritating. Yeah. I'm just, it, the pressure has been gone in my head. So I don't like feel like, you know, I'm going to die every two seconds. But I, if I'm sitting and I'm like not speaking, like if I'm on my phone or reading my book, then I don't feel sick. It's the moment that I try to do something that I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I get up too fast and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so, you know, just hoping that. It'll get better over the next day or so. Yeah, and I've been going nuts on the vitamin C for sure, trying to get it for me. It's you get past a certain point in your life, and uh, but again, I want to just get back to eating clean. And you got to read that or watch the video on all the stuff about sugar. Yeah, asking me if I'd, that was true. I'd definitely like to talk about that at mm-hmm. some point because it's 
it's kind of scary knowing all the things because like he only talked about all the things that get better when you cut it out of your diet Mm -hmm. so it was kind of like okay so these are all the you know think about the opposite these are all the things that are happening while it's in your diet which sucks because it sounds like it would be easy it sounds like you know two weeks 14 days that's all it would be it's half a month it's not that long you know completely cutting sugar out of your life Mm -hmm. but i've tried for you know, going sugar free for a couple of days and just the sugar, uh, the, the lack of sugar headaches that I get are yeah. pretty bad. But, you know, people, people always say don't go just like cold turkey into it. But I feel like going for like a detox, I'd be very curious to see how it would make me feel or if it would like, cause like I know if you're so deep into having an obsession with it that it's actually bad for you to completely cut it out cold turkey because you can actually hurt yourself. And that's like, that's what I'm scared of is that I'm like too far into it that if I cut it out, I would, I would cause problems, but I don't think I have the will to just completely go into it slowly. Like, but I feel like when I'm on top of things and I have things to do, like, especially when I'm gardening, I I don't focus so much on random things that I want to eat out of nowhere. That's my problem Mm -hmm. is that when I'm bored is when I want sweets and things. And I know that, you know, for the holidays, we all make the same excuse of like, well, it's the holidays, you know, and then, you know, January comes around and most of us do get to that point of being like, Ugh, I, I want a salad. Like I was literally looking at the stuff we have today. We have the stuff to make a salad. Yep. So I was thinking about having one for lunch. I already had a better breakfast than I've been having with eggs and hash browns and some blueberries. And then I had a couple, a cup of tea. So it was better better breakfast so far yeah well i'm all for it and i'll tell you this it's it's everything that i've had in my life where i've had problems with it um like you know i used to smoke Mm -hmm. you know and i just quit i just literally just was like no i'm done and i find it funny that people say that about like sugar and even some kind of drugs and alcohol and things like that Uh but they didn't say that about any other drug right because nobody says oh hey if you you know if you're gonna stop smoking meth, don't do it all at once. Just, <laughs> I just feel like they do, though. I feel like they they tell you. Well, they don't tell you not to. No, the people quit, who the people they, who are not quitting meth all at once are the people who don't want to quit meth. They want to start pulling back on meth, but they don't want to stop taking meth. Well, no, I was gonna say that they the people that that stop are the ones like they they tell you and they warn you about the withdrawal symptoms, and that's the only thing that you hear about mm-hmm. is that there's going to be withdrawal symptoms because. It's. I just, I look at what the benefits of of having a sugar free life is about, and I would say more than anything else in the world that it's insane. I mean, you want to hear, like, I'll show you here one one of the things that I was looking at really quick. Um, sugar. Okay, just just having sugar in your body. Okay, so eleven things that are caused by sugar, and it doesn't matter how little sugar, how much sugar, just sugar. Okay. It causes weight gain. It increases your risk of heart disease. It's directly linked to, girls should hear this, acne. So people who t- have uh, sugar higher in sugar intakes versus people who don't take any kind of sugar have worse acne. Um, increases your risk of type 2 diabetes. Actually increases your risk of all kinds of diabetes. Increases your risk of cancer because cancers actually feed on sugars. Um Increases your risk of depression, increases depression. So if you already have depression, you eat a lot of sugary foods, you actually get more depression. It accelerates your skin aging. 
It increases cellular aging, meaning you're going to die early. It causes a heavier crash and drains out your energy. Um, leads to a fatty liver, which again is a direct contributor to diabetes. Also uh, inhibits your body's ability to regulate insulin. And too much will actually cause your body to stop producing insulin because you're having sugar. And, you know, it gives everything from increased, di uh, increased kidney disease, uh, dental, your dental health altogether, developing gout. And gout's an inflammatory condition uh, that literally is caused for pain in joints. If you ever worked up and all your joints hurt, sugar does that. Um, and it accelerates your cognitive uh, decline, meaning that they've shown, you know, that as sugar became a bigger thing, so did Alzheimer's, dementia, um, you know, rapid ce uh, cerebral aging and things like that. So those are huge things that sugar does. And, you know, when you cut sugar, all of those things go in reverse. Um, and top of that, you reduce your blood pressure, reduce cholesterol, you boost your heart health, you have better teeth, obviously. Um, your body is burning fat instead of sugar for weight loss and uh, for fuel. So it helps you to lose weight gives you all around better nutrition. Your body's able to absorb things better. You have better gut health without sugar in your life um, because, you know, with what little natural sugars that you're taking in and that, your gut is able to stay with those and your gut biome is able to be healthy because they're able to, to feed on that. You know, the funny thing is, is like, what's the negative, the biggest negative to uh, uh, cutting sugar in your life is you fart more because your biome is actually doing its job eating the sugars and converting them to gas inside your digestive system. Hmm. You know, I have people that are like, well, I don't fart. And I'm like, wow, that's really highly unhealthy for you. Yeah. That's, that's, I've always thought the people that say that are either lying right. or it's just like concerning. Cause I'm like, everybody farts. What? And, and, and the girls, they joke, they can joke around, but they know when I have a healthy biome because when I have a healthy biome, I'll do drive bys on them <laughs> and it doesn't stink. Right. Like, but when I'm, when I'm eating a, crap ton of processed food and you guys got to be nice and loud but when i'm eating a crap ton of processed food and then i fart what's that it's literally death right so it's just like <laughs> what but but when i have a healthy biome i'm drinking kombucha i'm taking you know i'm taking the extra fibers and the things that i need to be eating in my life not having fast food i can walk by and make the loudest stinking long fart like i choo-choo train through the living room <laughs> and it doesn't stink does it so you know it's 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 kind of crazy to to realize that you know but it also reduces your risk of cancer which i'm at that place in life where i really need to start looking at that right yeah. and so because cancer cells love sugar they live on sugar you know um there's and if you actually uh, have the time you got to dig for it now because it doesn't even show up well on uh, youtube unless you specifically know what you're looking for but there was a uh, um a doctor who was utilizing just uh, uh, baking soda and was showing that baking soda alone was killing cancer cells because it's the opposite on the alkalinity scale of sugar. And so what, what people were using sugar was feeding their cancer cells. It feeds your diabetes. It feeds all of this, you know, has the opposite effect on the other side. And, you know, you, you do, you have better skin, you reduce chances of skin cancer. I've got a thing on my arm that I keep, you know, going, uh, whatever, and uh, probably need to think about. But sugar stabilizes your mood and actually shows that people who have low sugar and no sugar diets are less likely to be um, suicidal or to, you know, suffer from higher levels of depression and debilitating depression. People who 
have less sugar in their diet and more fiber and more uh, vegetables and coniferous greens, have less uh, chances of headaches, migraines, they sleep better through the night, um, have less fewer prostate problems, fewer liver problems, fewer kidney problems. Um, you know, if no sugar, actually redu uh, reducing your, your dietary sugar intake, it reduces inflammation and you feel fuller with less food, which makes sense because a lot of the foods that are higher in sugar are over-processed foods like hamburger buns, hot dog buns, things like that, um, you know, that they take the sugars from and that's what makes them taste good and that that's what gets you on there. You have less brain fog because glucose levels aren't just causing you to be, you know, there but not there. You know, you drink coffee and if you drink, like you drink um, more than I do, you drink frou-frou coffees, right? What does that mean? That coffees with a bunch, of, you drink a bunch of sugar with some coffee in it. Well, not really anymore. I've started adding espresso to my coffee because I don't like it anymore. <laughs> okay. But what, what was it used to get all the time? From caramel Starbucks. frappuccino. With extra caramel drizzle? Yeah. Okay. So sugar with sugar and some coffee in it and sugar. And how has your brain been feeling since not doing that stuff? Well, I don't feel like I have a... I don't know. I, I haven't... It's not like I cut that out and then I stopped eating other things. I feel like I've balanced out not having that with eating more sweets at home. Okay. So that's I that's why I was looking into all this. But the the biggest reason that I was, you know, curious about that video was because mm -hmm. I wanted to know if if cutting out all sugars means that you have to cut out all carbs too or if you just cut out sugar meaning not eating well, sweets and things the, like that the carbohydrates that you want to cut out are the simple carbohydrates right there's complex carbohydrates that are actually good for you for example um darker beans those are really good for you right and mm -hmm. eating and, and eating things like that now if we want to figure out bread yeah we got to figure out bread and there's you know the way that a lot of that's combated is that people use whole grain breads and they use whole oat breads and things like that like if you took the oatmeal that we have, right? That's just cracked oats. Mm -hmm. And we turn that into bread. That would be great. I would, I'd love to try that and find different ways to do it. The problem is, is me after so many years, it's like, you know, I love a good hamburger bun. I mean, what's, I go to McDonald's and I always like to get a double cheeseburger with extra pickles, extra um, ketchup. And I add lettuce and tomato if they have it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but that bun is what kills that. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not necessarily a bad thing, except that McDonald's is one of those places that adds sugar into their beef. So, good times. So, for everything that he was saying, was that all having to do with cutting out all sugars and carbs or just cutting out sugar? That's what I'm curious about. No, no, it's just sugars. So, would that mean that I'm just not eating sweets and sweetened things and things like that, not eating all of the crazy processed foods, or does that mean I'm basically going keto? Because that's what everybody in the comments was asking. It was like, is he just saying going keto? Because keto is cutting out the carbs, too, because carbs are technically sugars. Sure. So, and, that's and what I want to know. But there's simple carbs, right? And, and just sugar. Mm -hmm. But the more steps that you put into a carb, the better it is for you, the more resistant it is, right? So, a, it, look... Is a piece of bread better for you versus let's say let's say a bread is a tea, uh, is two teaspoons of sugar? It's about I think that's about right. Um, which do you think is better for your body? The two teaspoons of sugar shot back directly into your body, or the bread? The bread. Yeah, the more steps that you put into it is what you're looking for. A keto lifestyle is a keto lifestyle and we can talk about the benefits to keto, you know, carnivore, paleo, any of that, because 
being fighting with my weight issues, um, I've looked into all of that stuff. And one of the things that I've learned is it's more about the amount of the intake that you take. So let's say you eat a hamburger a day. Okay. You eat a hamburger a day there. There's a bun top and a bun bottom, two slices of bread, but everything else in that hamburger is extremely good for you. And let's say you, you have a side of beans instead of a side of French fries with that hamburger, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's a good way to go because then your sugar's lost in there and everything else that's getting processed, but nothing is going to be better for you than having, you know, as pure a form as possible. But I, honestly, it's a setup for failure. And that's, that's, that's what so many of these diets, that's why people fail at. It's like, I did Atkins. I did low carb. I did paleo. I did, you know, all these different. And, and the best one that worked for me was my registered calorie diet, which, you know, um, let me eat as much unprocessed food as I want, regardless of a sugar level. And in return, I had to count any processed calorie and I would only have a thousand processed calories a day. And the biggest processed calories would come from sugary foods, would come from buns, would come from, you know, a small frosty from, uh, from Wendy's or back when their French fries were actually good before these last two changes. Um, you know, was that was, it would have been one of those. And I say with a thousand of those and I was consistently losing fat every single day. So the more work that you put into your body having to process the sugar, because the reason that your body burns a sugar is because the sugar is easy, right? Mm -hmm. So reducing sugars just means reducing sugars. And the more you reduce and can successfully reduce your sugars, the more likely you'll stick to it and the better chances you have of success. So if you want to try for a two-week you know, cleanse, I'm down. We can talk on every single podcast about how it's making us feel each day. Like I, I want to. I think we should do it as as like a start of the, the new year kind of thing. Uh, because what? I just hate the arbitrary. I just want it to be on time with like January 1st. We have one, two, three, four, all the way through 14. Okay. So it matches up with the days. Not because it's a New Year's resolution. Okay. If it was the beginning of next month, I would have said the same thing. But I just don't like starting things out of nowhere. And plus, it gives me a chance to go, okay, let me get rid of all of the things that I have. You know, I just made brownies. <laughs> so I would like those to be gone before we start this. And I'd like to be able to drink on New Year's Eve. I, I understand. And I, I, I completely understand. I'm not even going to fault you on it. That's fine. I just, I, I, you already know my feelings on the arbitrary numbers. So, but yeah, I mean, look, more energy, reduced belly flat, fat specifically, right? Um, decreased use, risk of lung disease, uh, sugar. It, it, for everybody who's an environmentalist, I, I always find it funny when, you know, people who are walking around with their Starbucks cups claiming about being environmentalists when I'm like, and they're, and they're carrying the frou-frou drinks, right? Because sugar is, you know, most sugar is derived from sugarcane, and it's literally an invasive species that they would grow for what they grow and all the processing and everything that it takes to make sugarcane. Um, and and it's an, it's an, it uses an insane amount of water. It's destructive to the habitat. It's a monoculture, which is absolutely bad for the environment and, you know, surrounding life, uh, uh, livestock and animals. Wild animals can become dependent on it, like mice and rats, more than anything else, creating an un, a, you know, um, definitely a, a misbalance in nature. So it's like everything about sugar, people should be protesting and say, get it out of here, make it illegal, turn it into a class one drug. 
but we don't because, man, could you imagine what kind of crazy world we'd have? No, because we want to have allow people to have freedom and choices and people want that as long as, you know, they can sit and talk about everything else in the world that's bad because that, it doesn't actually affect them. So it's, it's, huh, you know, the side effect of all everything else that you have um, by reducing sugar is that you have less healthcare costs. You have less things you have to pay for. You have less things that you need to have as therapy as part of your crashes for your depression that you're struggling with. You know, for you working in your garden is it's actually listed as one of the most therapeutic things that a person can do, right? Yeah, I remember reading about how the smell of dirt is actually like it actually has physical effects on your body because it just goes back to, you know, genetics and mm-hmm. You know, evolution. Endorphins, yeah. dopamines. It gives you better cellular health, your respiratory system. Your body wants your, you to be outside. Absolutely. So we spend more time indoors, which, you know, hey, I'm grateful for climate control as much as the next guy. <laughs> but, you know, being outside and working outside is actually so much better for you. And then the closer you can get to nature, like, honestly, we, we have great, we have a great mower, but it's actually, there's a whole study that shows that people who use push mowers, live longer and have better health and everything else than people who use regular mowers. And that's everything from the exhaust intake to the amount of muscle and, and cardio that you're utilizing in a push mower. We had an acre back there. I'm not about to hit with a push mower, but <laughs> you know, if, uh, if I get some girls that keep acting up, I might have to get a push mower and just make them start using it. Yeah. A push mower with help. It literally has, it has self-turning wheels. Yeah. No, no. A good old-fashioned... Let me, let me tell you what? something. What? I work- Why are you looking... Yes, it does. There's a whole red handle on it that if you pull that down, the mower will move on its own. You use it. No. I'm <laughs> meaning that you okay. don't have to... We're not going to get into an argument because you're going to make Kiki sound like she's having an argument with herself, okay? So, anyway. But... You know, everything in life is better when you reduce sugar, except the flavor of everything that has sugar in it. (laughs) And that's the problem, right? Like I have found with my parosmia and insomnia, um, the best thing I have is is orange sherbet. Mm -hmm. How do I do that orange sherbet without sugar? So, you know. It's like, I got to figure that out. You know, I can't just freeze orange juice. It doesn't taste right, you know. So I've got to look at all of this and, and try to figure it out because I don't want to suffer. But at the same time, I've got to change my mentality for living to eat to eating to live. And, you know, if we go more into like we love vegetables. Yeah. You love eggplant like the way I made the eggplant into the, you know, the arbogine, uh Basically the dip. You know, yeah, you love I, that. I mean, I know what the problem is. We mm-hmm. buy vegetables with the intent of eating them, but we all buy vegetables with the intent of you making them. And if you don't want to be cooking or you don't want to, you're cooking to try to appease us, you don't use the vegetables you buy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you bought Brussels sprouts and you brought, bought the eggplant with the intent of making that again when I made the lasagna. And then we just didn't. And now the Brussels sprouts are still sitting in there and I want them. But we keep getting zucchini and things like that. And then they go bad in the fridge because. We're so focused on trying to get everybody else to eat, you know, what we want to eat and what tastes good to us instead of just making what's good and saying also, suffer. So here it is. From this point forward, I'm just going to make what's good. And if you don't like it, you can starve. 
Sound good? Nice and loud? Sound good? Okay. And that's not child abuse. <laughs> so we'll try to figure stuff out. You know, not going to have, because, I mean, we all like fruit. We'll literally just stick a big bowl of fruit here and just let everybody eat whatever they want. And life is good. I had blueberries and raspberries this morning. It was delicious. I was happy. So, and, and then I had lasagna. So, <laughs> so, but, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, I'm just definitely have the ability to go there. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. So. And, you know, we're, we're getting back up on our, on our feet. It's noticeable that we're getting up on our feet. So hopefully we'll be able to fix that problem. So, yeah, so that's where that is. And then, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm up for it. And if you guys want to join us on this, on that journey, you know, um, let us know, let us know on our social media. We definitely would love to have more and more people with us. We'll talk about what we have for each of our meals. And, uh, you know, I, like I love soups. I love good soups. Um, that barley beef soup was really good, right? Yeah, it's just not necessarily my cup of tea when it comes to soup. But I feel like I have such specifics when it comes to soup that I don't know. I, I feel like I need I like more chicken related, like the chicken one mm-hmm. that you had me make forever ago now um when you were out on the road Mm -hmm. and we were doing a week of you you know told me everything to make and i made all the different quiches and things for breakfast Mm -hmm. that soup was amazing i loved it i wanted so much of it but those are you know long stovetop soups we don't have the benefits of a gas stove anymore so it's kind of irritating (sighs) trying to run soups on the stove because it doesn't retain temperature no it goes up until it thinks whatever it's heating up is to that temperature then goes back down but having having the the chicken that uh going in the pot the entire day and making that good brothy like bone brothy goodness mm-hmm. with all of the all just the goodness from the the chicken in the soup that's what that's the kind of soups that i like and those soups feel more rejuvenating than anything else and then adding anything outside of that into it afterwards is fine but like i don't like things like rice Like, I like potatoes and vegetables more in my soup than rice or anything else like it. I don't really like ground beef in my soup. I don't know whether it's a texture thing or whatever. Mm. It's just, I don't know. I don't like it. So I think that I'm more chicken-based when it comes to soups. And I like when you make that stock. Like, when you have Mm -hmm. meat going in it the whole day. So you're cooking that meat through and it has all the flavors of the bone in it. That's what I really like. And so it's hard sometimes because, like, you know, for some of those soups, you can't just throw everything in a crock pot if you want it to taste right. Right. But, you know, I just those are the things that I really, really enjoy. And I would love to to get on top of things like that because it's not hard. No, and I'm happy to make stocks again. I I have no problems making stocks. If we want to make, you know, super regular part of our next or of of, you know, that detox, like I'm I'm going to start like now. I'm I'm just I'm I'm (laughs) I know you are. I think we should I I think we should make it a a goal again. Honestly, we no you you can wean back. I get it. Brownies are brownies and you made brownies (laughs) and there's sherbet and you know, there's alcohol and you know, I completely get it. Don't worry about it. My body takes longer to do stuff than yours, too, because I'm older and I'm more out of shape than you are. So don't worry about you and (laughs) me. I'm not I'm not I'm not worried about that. I just think we should get. Like, we'll, we'll, no matter what, for tomorrow's episodes, mm-hmm. we'll definitely be talking about the new year and everything because it'll be our last episode of the year. Yep. Um, but I think we should really focus on 
you know, because the two of us have talked about enough things, you know, at this point about prepping and the gardening and preserving and all of that. Maybe we should get into trying to preserve some stocks and soups and things that we make and make extras, get back into freeze drying and, you know, get all that stuff started up again, especially if I'm going to get back in the garden and both of us will work on it together. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, that should be, you know, if above everything else, we could talk about that kind of being our New Year's resolution without being a, you know, specific, I'm going to work out more, things like that, just Mm -hmm. more so focusing on the things that we've been trying to focus on and haven't been doing. A bad diet will never compensate for increased working out it just doesn't work that way um it's been proven many many times that if you were to decide to just diet or if you were to decide to just exercise deciding to just diet has more health benefits for you than just deciding to exercise so and if we're in the backyard and we're working in the garden and we're doing stuff in the backyard um we're going to get activity more activity than we do you know sitting in our bedrooms playing on our ipads watching uh you know, videos at the same time and everything else. So yeah, hundred percent. I'm just going to figure out how I can chest mount my iPad. So it's in front of me <laughs> while I'm working in the garden because you know, I live on my iPad. So, you know, there was a time I didn't have an iPad. I don't believe it because uh, you just, you can't put it down. I, you no, put it I, down and then you go, Oh my God, where's my iPad? Yeah, pretty <laughs> you, much. You, you know. have withdrawal symptoms. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause I get all my news, all my entertainment, all my everything. And it's like, and I'm running the business majority from the iPad as well. So you know, maybe it's, that should be your your news resolution. Put why? it down more with you know, getting out there and just doing some well, things. Well, it's gonna go put down more with me getting out and doing stuff unless I can figure out how to hold it with me. So, but, but you don't need it. That's uh, but the I point. do because I'm running a I'm running several companies yeah, at the same time. For that, I'm not marketing for other companies for, at the same time. But you don't I, need it I need for it for everything the games else. To no, and I need it when I'm sitting down on the toilet because otherwise I just have shit to think about. So. Yeah, I've totally got to be able to do that. You know, I I'm don't want to be one of those guys who just, you know, gets old and lets the world pass him by and just lets stuff be missed. So I'm constantly on everything, and I know that. So, but speaking of old, <laughs> I want to go into news that's not being reported once again. And, uh, you know, we talked last time about the politician who basically lied admitted he lied, threw up his finger at everybody and said, you know, it has nothing to do with my job, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now we're going to talk about one that's actually much was much bigger and much more covered and then quietly just disappeared again. And uh, this is the, the quote-unquote attack on Paul Pelosi. Now, for anybody who doesn't know, Nancy Pelosi, who was uh, up until recently Speaker of the House, um, and is basically going bye-bye, yay, um, her husband, Paul Pelosi, was the the report was well the current report as it stands is that a man broke into his house and threatened him that to which Paul Pelosi then asked to use the bathroom. The guy said okay. Paul Pelosi goes into the bathroom, calls the police on nine one one. The guy, or supposedly it's a third person, answers the door and sees Paul Pelosi and this other guy in there and supposedly that once the other guy realizes that Paul called the police hits Paul in the head with a hammer but had threatened Paul Pelosi and was holding him hostage with this hammer and this mysterious third person like this this whole thing has just been sounding like a clutter mm-hmm. you know a cluster of f of bs because literally 
um, when the police footage was leaked and the audio was leaked and, and the call was leaked. None of it sounded like the way the media was spinning it right now. But so they arrested this guy. Um, and uh, uh, and it's uh, I'm just going to say DePape. I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. But it was David Wayne DePape. Um, literally has pled not guilty in the San Francisco court uh, yesterday. St- stating that all of the charges against him were were wrong, and that's according to CNN. Okay, so that's just I, I like again try to stay on the side of the party who it would benefit the most, and try to s- sift through there. Um, but he pled not guilty to state charges, including attempted murder, assault, false imprisonment, threatening the family member of a public official, elder abuse, first degree uh, first degree burglary. So and that's what the, what it, it was initially, and so much so that he actually waived his rights to a speedy trial during Wednesday's hearing because he was not about to, f- to have any of this. And the assault and attempted kidnapping are actually listed as federal charges as well. So and the Department of Justice also charged him with with assaulting the immediate family member of a U.S. official with the intent to retaliate against official on on account of performance of official duties, which carries a maximum of 30 years in prison on its own. So the, the, uh, the allegation is that, is that De Pepe, De Pepe uh, allegedly broke into Pelosi's home in late October and attacked Paul Pelosi at a- 82 years old with a hammer in front of police officers who responded to the ho- house for a wellness check. Okay. Paul Pelosi had to undergo surgery for a repair of a, scratch, uh, a skull fracture and serious injuries to his right hand and arms. So, and that he and and DePape had also allegedly made racist remarks, promoted QAnon uh, related conspiracy theories online, and a whole bunch of other stuff like that. Okay, so that's what it's being spun to. But what everybody who kind of knows the story talks about and I'm kind of more inclined to agree with because it's what it initially sounded like when the police came there they found one broken window and the glass was broken towards the outside meaning the glass was broke on the outside so what does that mean that means the window was broken from the inside okay when the police responded came to the house and knocked on the door third person was there the de pape was there and pelosi was there and it wasn't until then that de pape had done anything to him and DePape, he went to the bathroom because that's where his phone was and called the police from the bathroom. None of it made sense until you understood that DePape was also a known twink and male prostitute. But, you know, we don't want to talk about the fact that there were three men, 3 a.m. in the morning, all together hanging out. Obviously, it doesn't sound very sober to me. And... So now they're, they're trying to get him with all of this. He's going back to court uh, late February, February 23rd, and for another hearing, and they're going to set trial. They're going to set trial. And it's just, it's weird. Why, why would he have made, you know, racist remarks when it was all three of these guys in a room and the police were there? Who did he make racist remarks to? None of it made sense. None of it was in the initial police report. None of it was in the initial phone call. None of it was anything. It doesn't make sense, and it, and it's, and it looks weird to everybody, which is why nobody is majorly reporting on this. Like, 
you know, anything. If Donald Donald Trump farted his ball and, you know, when he was golfing, oh my gosh, we're going to tell you how this is going to cause him to go to jail for the rest of his life, right? It's it's Kanye, you know, uh, said bad things against Israel. So he's a horrible person and and we're going to cover this thing for weeks and weeks. This an attack on literally the speaker of the house's husband and even CNN's just like squeak squeak and that's all they're doing. So good times. Yeah, with that it's just there's so much surrounding it. I'm just honestly tired of hearing about it. Mm-hmm. I don't even know I feel like at this point nobody's going to get the actual truth of it. So No course not no no this this thing is gonna go away um i honestly i'm gonna predict this right here the poppy is gonna go to gonna go to prison for 18 months i'm calling this right now he's gonna go to prison for 18 months he might get a a stiffer sentence but they're gonna base a stiffer sentence on time served he's gonna end up with 18 months beyond probation and disappear and the pelosi's aren't gonna say anything nobody's gonna do anything about it but i can guarantee you this guy's gonna be financially taken care of for the rest of his life to go away and keep his mouth shut why because it happens on both parties all the time both parties do it all the time whenever there's any kind of scandal like this it could be sexual in nature in any way shape or form things just disappear except for the victims you know i mean look at this look at epstein right now how how is this allowed how are we in a country where we sit there and we're normalizing pedophilia? We are defending because there's both parties. I don't care. I want them all exposed. You know, I want to know every person that flew on any flight going to that island. I want to, I want those accusers to be able to stand up and I want them to be able to go after. I, I want those victims to be able to go after everybody and every and anybody that was involved with it down to you know, their staff aides that were booking these flights. I'm sick of, of this. These people literally are getting away with murder. They're getting away with murder. They're getting away with, with rape. They're getting away with child rape and abductions and all of this and the worst crimes that you could imagine. And why? Because we voted them in to, to pull the strings. It's just disgusting. Yeah. So I, I just... You know, any any time that this starts, I'm going to tell you, as soon as I start seeing the other side come, when people start getting, um, you know, convicted of all of this stuff, these people, I mean, oh my gosh, Bill Cosby, right? I mean, he was found guilty. Bill Cosby, who had his conviction overturned right after serving only three years in, in, in jail for what he did, he's getting ready to do a comedy tour. Wow. Yeah. I mean, no. If anybody goes to that, then I don't care what you, oh, well, you know, you're, you're trying to repress a black man. No, I would do it for anybody. Epstein, Weinstein, all of them, I, any one of them, I would not do anything that gives them a cent, you know? And so I'm just, I'm absolutely disgusted by this. It was like, we're just, this country is, is going down and it's going down in flames because we just, we've gone so far from morals that we just don't care about victims anymore. And, you know, once you stop fighting for the little guy, then there's, there's just no fight left. It's sad. So, but that's what I have. And I'm going to leave us at that. (laughs) So, 
you know, it's not a great situation, but I know and I'm hopeful. And you know what? If you're listening, share, share this, share this with other people that, you know, feel the same way that don't that want more justice. We'd appreciate it. And we'd love to hear you on our social media. Thank you so much for joining us. And, and, you know, the morning morning dive or afternoon dive is always important for us and we always enjoy it. And again, until we talk to you guys tomorrow, I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And this has been the Stupid Podcast on Everything. And remember, that which does not kill you is just trying to save up some gas money. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.